Hello, hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today, listening to our podcast. I'm glad that you can make it for our sharing and learning together. I know that it's going to be a time that will bless you. So, are you ready? Are you ready to be inspired by God? Are you ready to have a personal, dynamic encounter with God? Today's podcast episode. We are looking at Luke chapter eight, verses forty-three to forty-eight. I'm reading from the fifteen ninety-nine Geneva Bible version, but you're welcome to use the NIV or the NASV or the NKJV. Which versions that's most familiar to you? Jesus was in a busy town. In fact, he was on his way to another assignment, and the crowds just thronged him with his disciples. And there you have this unique story of a woman who had an illness of an issue with blood, who moved through the crowds in order to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. Whenever I hear this story, I am held in kind of like a fascinated horror. That this woman is so pathetic and so bounded by the devil, a woman who has no name and who is probably looked down upon and not thought highly of by the people around her, her bold actions and what she did and what Jesus said to her. Let's examine the beautiful text of this Bible verses in more detail, shall we? So I want you to turn to your Bibles, Luke chapter eight. Verses forty-three to forty-eight. Let's just start with verse forty-three. It's already jam-packed with many things. And a woman who was having an issue of blood, twelve years long, which has spent all her substance upon physicians, and could not be healed of any. Now, listeners, you understand what is blood. This woman had an issue of blood. What does our blood represent? Our blood represents life. It has life force in the blood. So you're looking at a woman who has an issue with blood, with life, with life force, or rather, she is struggling with this problem that is sucking away at her life force. Whatever problem she's facing, that you are facing, it could be a persistent problem. It is a recurring problem. It's a problem that will not go away. You may have been struggling with this problem for a long time, for years even. This woman struggled with it for twelve years, and she spent all her substance. What is substance? Substance is like your energy, your money, your effort, your prayers. Your focus, your wits, your brains—just all the substance of you was spent trying to address this stubborn problem that you had. But no matter what you do, you could not get a complete healing and deliverance from that problem. So much so that it wasted your time, your energy. You expended it all trying to solve that problem. Trying to deal with the consequences of it, trying to make it better. You look for the earthly physicians who possibly could help you. You went to doctors, self-help books, 
You listened to your family and friends' well-meaning advice. You tried this thing and you tried that thing. If the problem is your career, maybe you attended the best corporate courses. In any case, you have tried to address the problem that you have with all the best technologies and the learnings and the teachings of what today's modern society would teach you. But your problem persisted. It's not healed. It could be healed to a little bit, but it's not healed, and you're not delivered to the full measure, to the full extent that you want. That's why you're here. That's why you're at your wits' ends because you have tried everything that you know, and that's why you're here searching, searching for deliverance to your problem. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if you can resonate with the woman in this. Bible verses. Let us look at what she did to get her deliverance. Verse forty-four. When she came behind Jesus Christ, she touched the hem of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood was stopped. When she came behind him, shows me that she is following Christ closely. In fact, she is following Christ so closely to get. Near enough to touch the hem of the garment that he's wearing. So you say that you are a follower of Christ as well. That is the first qualification on the road to deliverance. So I ask you: Are you following Christ closely? Are you imitating Jesus' ways, Jesus' lifestyle? Are you meditating on His words every day and reading the Bible every day? Are you so closely acquainted with Christ and the Holy Spirit? So tell me, what is Jesus wearing in His vision to you? What is the color of His garment? How does it look like? If you can't see Him in your vision, how will you be able to get close enough to touch the hem of His garment? The clue is also in the hem, because the hem of the garment is at a low level. In order to touch the hem, she would have to bend down low, humble before the Lord, brokenness, and listening to the Lord, taking His instructions and acting upon them. Look at verse forty-five. What Jesus says, He said, "Who is it that hath touched me?" When every man denied, Peter said, "And they that were with him, Master, the multitude trust thee." And thread on thee, and sayest you who had touched me? Come on, Jesus was such a wonder that millions of people, needy people, people searching for him, they are thronging him, they are crowding him, they are pushing against him and his disciples. There was a crowd; they are touching him. So there was this woman. She had a secret agenda. She held in her heart what she wanted to do. As Jesus passed by, with that determination in her heart and her quiet resolution, she went to the midst of the crowds. She fought her way through the crowds. All the crowds were pushing, and they were getting along their way. But she had something that she held in her heart that she was so determined to do. She was determined to ignore the din, 
of the crowd, the people, the shouting, the chattering around her, she needed to find Jesus. She needed to get close enough to Him to touch His hem, because she believed that if she could touch the hem of His garment, she would be healed of her stubborn problem. What do you think, brothers and sisters? Have you ever gotten so desperate of a solution to your problem that you became like this woman? That you push aside all what the world was telling you because they did not satisfy your inner needs, and having this great need arise in you, you have come to the end of what you can humanly do. And you say, "Enough is enough. Enough is enough. I'm sick of living with this problem. I'm under bondage. I'm not doing well. I'm not living the abundant life that I should live. And I'm not going to put up with it any longer. I'm not going to tolerate it any longer. I need a touch from Jesus, and only Jesus can save me because I've tried everything else, and everything else did not have sufficient power to save me." So you break through the crowds. You break through the obstacles. You ignore the chattering around you. You ignore the distractions. You just focus. You need to move God. You need to reach God. You need to touch God. And you say to God, "My case is urgent. God, my case is urgent. For twelve long years, I lived with this problem. I cannot live with it anymore." God, you have to deliver me from it. Now you understand how the healing and the deliverance happened in a moment. It happened in an instant. The instant that the woman was able to touch God, to touch God immediately, she was delivered. This is the supernatural power of God that we all need to contend for. Whatever problem that you're facing today, all the efforts that you have put in, all the prayers you've prayed, all your struggling—these are only the precursor and the build-up, the prelude to your healing moment. Oh, come on, God, help me to prophesy. The moment of deliverance is the moment that you can touch God. Because the power is in God, and we cannot be delivered unless for the supernatural release of the power to overcome the evil forces that are waging war with us. We need supernatural release of power from God. Once we are able to touch God, and you know that there are many people thronging around Jesus, they are all brushing up against him. That's what Peter says. But nothing happened for them. No miracles happened for them, except the one that Jesus stopped and take note of. That woman, that woman, she's desperate enough, and that woman, that instance when God allowed the virtue to be released supernaturally from Him, it touched her and it delivered her from a problem that she has been struggling with all her life. She was miraculously delivered in an instance because God responded to her. So what we need is the trigger point for God's respond. Why won't God respond to me? I'm waiting for God to say something to me, to show me some supernatural signs, to do something for me. Why won't God respond? 
You go and ask God today. Only He can answer you. You need God to stop, to look at your case, and be so moved and so touched by your desperateness that He would say something for you. He would do something for you. And the moment that you can touch God in this way, to look at you and say, "I heard you, and I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to do this for you." That is when you have the answer and the solution to your problem. It could be some sin that you're struggling with. It could be that you're not following all the prior instructions that God has given you before. I do not know what is the thing that is keeping God back from speaking to you, but you need to address those things that you can change. And once you are sure that you have changed everything that God has asked you to do, so whether is giving tidings or whether is forgiving someone or not doing something that He asked you not to do, clean yourself up first. So that you're spiritually in a good position to lobby and to ask God for your miracle, and then you push in like the woman. You push in with your fervent prayers, your desperateness, your resoluteness that you're gonna catch him. You're gonna get him while he passes. You're not gonna let him pass you by without touching you, without giving you your miracle. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I just feel the fire of God on me. It's so hot and so powerful. My brothers and sisters, if you are listening today and you feel that God is touching you, receive it. Receive the fire, the fire of the anointing. For God wants to heal you, and God wants to deliver you of your long-standing problems. Is it poor health? Is it lack of progress in life? Is it your marriage? Is it your children? Is it your finances? The longer the problem, the more glorious will be the deliverance. I want to encourage you, brothers and sisters. If you are facing this kind of stubborn problems in your life, do not give up. You have to know that God wants to deliver you. Why? Because it brings glory to God. Like verse forty-six says, Jesus said, "Someone had touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me." So now you know that the virtue can be transferred from one person to the other. The virtue of Jesus Christ was transferred out of him onto the woman, and that's how she was delivered. And Jesus called her out after he healed her. Not to embarrass her, but to make her acknowledge in front of the crowds testimony of his great power for deliverance and the truth of the life in Jesus, the truth of the abundant life in Jesus that is able to break bondages, break curses, break demonic dominions over your lives. Hallelujah! Do you love this story? Everything in the Bible is so wondrous and so powerful. Many of us would look down on this woman, a woman struggling with a problem that has bankrupted her spiritually and materially. But God was not disgusted by her. No one took notice of her. 
but God took notice of her. On his busy way passing through to do many more important assignments, Jesus has the time for her to heal her. Jesus has the time for you to give you the personal encounter with Him that you have been crying out for. Hallelujah. The shakarami, the shakariya, the karama akariya, the karama akaradadar. Do you feel the love of God for you through this episode? Do you now know that there is no problem too big in your life that cannot be solved? For Jesus is the ultimate power God. You just got to discover the right moment, the moment in your destiny, where it's time for you to have a breakthrough, and you will have a turnaround and a turnabout of your circumstances. Listeners, wherever you are, I know it's not by accident that God brought you to listen to this episode. I know that He has something to tell you. That's why He is telling you through the words of His sons and daughters in the kingdom. After this episode, I want you, in your quiet time, to go back to Luke chapter eight, verses forty-three to forty-eight. And I want you to read over the words again, and I want you to go to God with this passage, and ask God what He wants to speak to you concerning this passage. If you have been blessed by this episode, give me a thumbs up and a like to let me know that you want more resources like this. I've enjoyed spending the last fifteen or twenty minutes or so with you. You are so precious to God, and that's why He's saying this to you. There are many great things happening with the Holy Spirit movement right now over the world, and you, the true remnant of God, I don't want you to miss any of these marvelous and great things that God is doing. I bless you. Take care of yourself and your family and your loved ones. Keep strong in the Lord and walk closely with Him. I bless you until we speak again the next time. Goodbye.